0: So now I'll ask you a question which is uh, which is a no-brainer, I think it's an obvious answer for that. But I would like to, uh, you to put from your perspective, uh, what is the importance of learning? Because I've seen a lot of people know, whether in business or even in corporate lives, uh, the learning has almost been relegated to, like in a college life, it's like the thing of the past. So how important in today's scenario is it for people to be learning and improvising on themselves?
1: You touched a nerve, Satish. Uh, because uh, it's a it's a very dangerous conclusion a lot of people are coming to that learning is equal to college because come on let's be honest okay you go ask 90 to 95 percent of people out there what they're doing today has nothing to do with what they did in college Mm. even if their careers are similar to what they studied what they studied is is irrelevant redundant dead like a dinosaur I'm sure you'll agree with me so what's the point of that learning in fact there are so many things I believe which should be taught as a child Okay, like like say for example business okay say for example sales i mean according to me okay like whichever profession you are in you need to understand how to sell because selling and communication to a large extent is a life life skill they don't teach this in school so so what so what so learning is is always required no matter what stage of life you are in so here's my funda for me whether it is business or any profession learning is the number 1 skill for success because, you know, like a lot of our mentors have said before, when you stop learning, you stop growing. When you stop growing, you start dying,
0: Yeah.
1: right? Yeah. So learning is equivalent to you constantly growing because only when you learn, can you move outside your comfort zone. When you're moving outside your comfort zone is when you're growing and maximizing your results. Why is this important? Because the number two skill, according to me, when it comes to success is decision-making. Okay, and I mean, I'm saying decision-making, I'm not talking about strategic decisions in business. I'm talking about decision-making period. Because in life for you to move in a certain direction, you've got to make decisions. But here's where the biggest problem starts. People's effectiveness in decision making is directly proportional to their learning. People make bad decisions because they don't have knowledge. Yeah. People make good decisions when they learn. Either through knowledge or through their experiences. Bottom line, are they learning? So they go hand in hand. If you don't learn, you won't make good decisions. You won't make good decisions, you won't move forward in life. No matter what area of life it is. Yeah. Whether you should decide whether you're going to come up with a small errand to do or with your children or with your parents or your business. You're going to make decisions every single day. Learning is required.
0: Yeah. Very, very true. very true. So any pitfalls that you think that uh, business owners need to avoid? Uh, uh, I'll, I'll keep it a little open-ended question now. Uh, specifically, with terms of solopreneurs and small businesses, I'm asking these questions. Uh, do you think anything that one needs to be wary of, be careful about?
1: So, uh, what people need to be wary
0: and be, be careful
1: of is uh, uh, the pitfall of, of becoming redundant. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because of that, that, uh, that lack of belief that they can scale up. See, people get comfortable. This is the way it's going. This is my routine and then they stop and then that even the thought of how can I scale up doesn't even come even if it's a solopreneur that business which that person in, is in, there is obviously another another business owner in the same domain who's doing it at a much larger scale. Correct? Yeah. 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 Which means it's definitely possible. It's just that they're not cracked it. The the pitfall to be aware of is to be comfortable over there which will make them redundant because ultimately they'll be the smaller fish and ultimately because of that, they'll be the low-hanging fruits in the business. Yeah. If you really want to make it big, you, you need to think about scale. And scale always doesn't equal to team. There are multiple ways of scaling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scale doesn't equal to 1,000 people on your team. Yeah. Like, for example, we are scaling up our business and we don't have a very big team. My team size is probably over 30 to 35 people, and I don't think we'll go beyond that. Having said that, we're operating more than 7 countries today. At any given point in time, on a one to one level, at any given point in time, we're handling 700 to 800 people. Technically speaking, it takes a lot more people, but we're managing it. Mm-hmm. And we're constantly scaling up and, and modifying our models to make sure that we're, we're reaching out to more people because that's our mission. So, so that question of how am I going to grow is something which a solopreneur constantly asks and then needs to be willing to take that step forward to get out of their comfort zone to do the right things which equals to marketing and then equal to hiring the fear point for a solopreneur is that they don't know how to do it so learn, so when they learn they'll be able to make the right decisions and therefore do the right things to be able to scale up, so that's what people should avoid, get stuck and stagnated over there.
0: Yeah, I think that this is the best I can do yeah sure yeah constantly challenge yourself absolutely and not just that yeah constantly
1: challenge yourself at the at the for the right reasons yeah, yeah. see I, I i mean i mean i come from a traditional business family i could call my dad also like a solopreneur he had two or three sales stuff and he never thought about scale because his biggest problem was stuff. Yeah. yeah and for him he's like okay fine i even if till the age of 45 50 he has to go to his showroom every single day and does not have the luxury to Go for a holiday because someone has to take up the showroom. What's the point? But for him, life was like that. And when I ask him, okay, what's your plan for business? He keeps telling me, you know, I don't want to do this because for me, business is like jail. I mean, what sort of an association is equal to business? Then why do you get into business in the first place? The problem is the willingness to challenge that equation and scale. That's what solo solopreneur should avoid.
0: So Karan, uh, from your perspective as a systems person, as a person who's an expert in systems, why do you think that systems fail? Okay, so
1: most reasons according to me as to why systems fail is because people, first of all, don't know what a system is and therefore they don't implement systems in the right way. See, usually when you you talk about systems and especially for small and medium enterprises, people have this association that systems equal to some complex technology or some complex software, which will do some magic. Yeah, I want to be very honest with you, systems are not going to do anything in terms of producing the result. At the end of the day, it's people who produce a result, Okay, or you need to have some sort of an automation to produce the result. Mm. So what does a system mean? A system is equal to a mechanism which measures, manages and therefore helps you to control. So it's ultimately a measurement and a management mechanism. So the three reasons according to me why systems fail and why systems can be successful is that first of all systems need to be simple. Because if it's not simple, no one's going to do it. And that's where most, most people get into a problem that they come up with so many things which are so complicated, which becomes difficult for people to follow. I mean, remove the resistance, make it easy for people to follow because your point is measurement, your point is your, your point of your system is not to control every single move which people do, it's to understand what's happening so you can manage it to do something different. Yeah, so it needs to be simple. Secondly, it needs to be sustainable. Because your teams are going to grow, you will have people from different cultures, you'll have people from different backgrounds, you'll have people from different locations, you'll have people, business markets are going to change, customer demands are are going to evolve and every time there's going to be a change, you can't change the system. So your system needs to be sustainable so that it it helps you to manage things at a macro level, which is another reason why people fail and therefore, and also reason why people can be successful so that it's sustainable. And the sustainability will depend on how simple it is, because if it's not simple, it will not be sustainable. And finally, it needs to be scalable, which means can you replicate this system across multiple levels can you replicate it with more people can anybody who comes it implement it i mean let's let's take let's give you an example of network marketing over here why do network marketing companies succeed because the system can be replicated or duplicated Across the network, am I right, Satish? True, true, true. Yeah. The minute the system becomes complicated, that's when it becomes more difficult for people to implement. That's when you know it fails. So it needs to be simple, sustainable, and scalable. If not, it's not even a system. For example, brushing your teeth. Mm. Yeah, brushing your teeth is a system. having a bath it's a system it's a system which helps you to measure manage and control the outcome of hygiene okay and you do it every single day to produce that result now that puts you in that routine to and you're you're tuned up it's just that you don't realize it we have systems throughout our life we have systems in our health we have systems in our well we have systems in our relationships we have systems like like for example family outing yeah, Some people have the system though, once a week, go out with their family. Yeah. It's a system. Just yeah. system to make sure that love and bonding within the family is high. Yeah. Systems are obviously there to produce a result. Oh. The more complicated it gets, the more people are not going to do it. Yeah. That's why people fail when it comes to systems.
0: Makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> So Karan, now, uh, since you mentioned about network marketing, I want to ask you this question that, uh, uh, I think you have seen a lot of network marketers and a lot of network marketing companies as well. Uh, what are the things and pitfalls that one should avoid when one is looking at network marketing?
1: So I'll tell you what okay, I'll tell you my opinion about network marketing. It's a fantastic opportunity for someone to experience and start business, especially see, let's understand any business somewhere or the other, sometime or the other needs an investment. It doesn't need an investment of time. It is an investment of money. It is an investment of effort. If any business owner will say that, you know, you don't need any kind of investment of these three factors when it comes to a business, then that's not business. Okay. Like, they won't make it. So someone who does not have the opportunity to get into business. Okay. At a large scale, network marketing is a fantastic method to start. It's like taking up a franchising. It's like taking up a distributorship literally. Okay. But at a much easier entry point, having said that, What are the pitfalls which people need to avoid? Ultimately be clear, it's a business. Which means that when it comes to a business, there's a product and a service. Which means that you need to sell, you need to market. You cannot forget that. The mistake which I see a lot of business owners making or a lot of potential network marketers making is that they just get carried away with the money-making opportunity rather than understanding that it takes effort to put in. Right? It is not a get-rich-quick scheme. Even if it is promised that way, Anything which requires success needs effort, which so what Okay, be willing to put it be willing to go there and have your meetings be willing to go there and and and, you know, sell your products because ultimately it is founded on that product. Now a lot of people forget the business angle of network marketing and only focus on the money, money. money angle of network marketing. Oh my God, I've not made money. I've been in a network for one year. My question to you is how many products have you sold? Yeah. You're ultimately selling, right? Yeah. And that's a very integral part of business. Yeah. So avoid getting trapped into the into the, the money trap, okay, and focus on the business part. The money will automatically come. Do your work. Very true. Yeah?
0: Very true. Makes a lot of sense, yeah. So choice of product choice of company is also very, very important. makes
1: a huge difference because network marketing is a model. It's a model for distribution, marketing and sales. Ultimately, it's selling a product, right? Right, right. If you understand all the reasons why network marketing businesses have gone wrong is because the focus is moved away from the product and services and stuck to the money because of recruiting members. But the focus needs to be that, look at any network marketing company which is successful, the product has focus. As long as you're focusing on the product and service, you have belief in your product and you're able to sell it, you can do well. It's like any other business.
0: Makes sense. Yeah. Good. Good. So now the question is about what next for you guys you know i think you're uh, you are i think clearly the leading coach uh, coaching company coaching business in india and already moved international so what next uh, are you guys up to now so
1: honestly even though you say that Satish, thank you so much for that according to me and my business partners and my team i think we're just getting started uh, i think we have a long way to go to really contribute to this community of entrepreneurs and are i mean we're making a lot of changes we 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 are we are really excited about the next year because we're venturing into different markets for us we're going into the to hindi markets okay to, to reach out to more people we're exploring Changes in our own business model so we can actually add value to more entrepreneurs out there because I believe that the education which we provide if 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 I would have got it at a much earlier age I would have i will speak for myself. I would have not made the, all, the, all the mistakes which I made so far, and I can speak for all my clients also that you know if if they would have got the education at a younger age at a lot more faster rate, they would have saved a lot of years and would have been in different places today. And today, for me, when it comes to India, the education provided to people is going to be the main reason why we're going to become a superpower. So for us, it's about reaching out to maximum people. We're going to the Hindi markets and scaling up our business in in the meanwhile also. So that's what is gear, we're all gearing up for 2020 really looking forward to it
0: so all the very best to you current and your team thank you uh, thanks for your time and uh, wish you all the very best once thank again thank you so much satish for having me here it was a pleasure yeah, thank, you. thank you so much